This is from, of all places, GQ. One of our uh, uh, alert listeners sent this in. I should give credit, but I'm sorry. I lost the email. Um, The title is Inside the World of Leg Lengthening. And it starts with a uh, conversation, a profile of John, who's in his mid-40s, stands 5'11 and a half, which is notable because what wasn't like a year ago, he is 5'8 and a half. Uh, and they describe him walking uh, through a hallway. I was uh, going to assume that people are like getting an extra half inch or something, not. Oh, golly. Three inches? Uh, he's walking through the Aria Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, wincing as he throws his hips in wide semicircles and dragging his feet exactly where they need to be. Well, that's as much, if he'd been shot. That's much better than being an embarrassing five, eight and a half. Who could live like that? Well, it's this is temporary. That he's on his feet at all is impressive and probably foolish, considering that only eight months prior he's five eight and a half. But back in September, he paid seventy five thousand dollars for the agonizing privilege of having his legs surgically lengthened. That, <laughs> that ain't far off. That entailed having both of his femurs broken and adjustable net metal nails inserted down their centers. Each nail is made of titanium, which is both flexible and sturdy like bone and about the size of a piccolo. Uh, The nails were extended one millimeter every day for about 90 days via a magnetic remote control. Once the broken bones heal, ta-da, a newer, taller John. And your life is so much better at 5'11 than it was at 5'8. Well, you you being well above six feet, you don't get to comment on this. Not at all. It's like the beautiful girl saying looks don't matter. How dare you? Hmm. But wait, there's more. With a procedure like this, of course, there are some caveats. All of the height gained obviously comes from your legs. Your proportions can look a little weird, especially when you're naked. Also, the recovery can be long and taxing. Here's where the rubber meets the road meets the bone. Okay. Uh, when we met, the bones in John's legs are not yet fully healed, and a small section of his right femur is still a little soft, like al dente spaghetti. The smallest stumble could snap a bone in two. Oh, my God! And then there's the pain, which is relentless. Obama is a long-leg mac daddy! And you know how he got there. Leg lengthening. Mm. So, people, people, do people do this? This is adults doing this. I remember hearing a story once about doing it with your kids who were, like, really short. Yeah, yeah, developmental issues, that sort of thing, uh, physical developmental issues. Yeah. So this is, but this is for adults. You pay seventy five thousand dollars for the privilege of having your femurs broken and these adjustable nails inserted. Um, then they send an electronic signal to your uh, remote control legs to stretch by was it a millimeter a day, which doesn't sound like a lot. Was it a centimeter or a millimeter? Because one's ten times the size of the other one. A uh, one millimeter every day for about ninety days. There's the pain, which is relentless, ambient. The extension of the nails in his legs stretch the nerves and tissue around the bones, especially the thick, meaty muscles like the hamstrings, to an almost excruciating degree. He couldn't walk for months. They fill you with enough painkillers that it's bearable, John explains. But his biggest fear was becoming addicted to the drug, so he weaned himself off the regimen earlier than he should have. Couldn't walk for months? Correct. Why would someone like John, a handsome, confident, funny father to three? Wow. Glad to hear he's funny. You got kids and you can't walk for three months. 
Why would he shell out for a procedure that costs more than a Tesla and results in months of agony for a couple of extra inches? It's not like he was particularly short. He was just shy of the average height of an American man, which is five foot nine. You're just below the average height. Well, yeah, come on, five eight and a half to five nine. I'd call that average height, right? Well, and it's they mentioned he's a father of three, not whether he's still with his wife or whatever. Um, uh, but the opportunity to be above average was too good to pass up. I noticed that taller people just seem to have it easier. He says, laughing. He shrugs. The world seems to bend for them. The tall and their power over hmm. all of us. I'll, I'll be interested to see after he's taller if he feels like it's still as much about that as he thought. I don't know. Yeah, as so many people who make drastic physical changes thinking that's why I'm unhappy, then figure out, no, I'm unhappy because I'm unhappy, and then regret terribly the surgical and hormonal interventions they have used, but um, we won't go off on that tangent. Uh, So a couple of statistics. Male height, particularly the absence of it, is one of the last social stigmas, as if the new rules of body positivity fail to apply vertically. Of course, it's GQ, so they're just way off the deep end of dopey, soft-headed, you know, body positivity. Wow. Uh, Short guys aren't so much discriminated against as they are precluded from stuff like dating taller people, uh, making a basketball team, obviously. According to a 2009 study of Australian men, short guys make less money than their taller peers, about $500 a year per inch. That's interesting. 500 a year per inch. So if I was I was 5'11 for the longest time now because I'm old and bitter. I'm uh well old probably has more to do it to do with it than bitter but now I'm 5'10, <laughs> maybe 5'10 and a half but so if I was I'm six not feet, sure you get shorter because of a bad attitude. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd have had to if I was 6'1 I've made another $1000 a year throughout my life. After taxes, why, that would be inconsequential. (laughs) I'm shorter, too. When I got measured for my chemotherapy, they did a laser measurement, and I had shrunk. Yeah. Like a full half inch. It was disappointing. Well, you get squashed down over the years. Well, you get worn down to a nub by life. That's what happens. True enough. Um, Let's see. Uh, You're less likely as a shorter guy to climb the corporate ladder. According to one survey, the average height of a male Fortune 500 CEO, six feet. That's interesting, and every president we've had is uh, is on the taller end uh, in in modern times. Yeah, isn't it like every time or every time but one the taller guy is one? Yep. Or, yeah, in the modern era yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, let's see. So anyway, I mean, we could get more into it, but I'm fast. Um, I've always been fascinated by the uh, how much the personality plays a role in that. I've known short dudes who 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 just had you know. Um, I don't know what the right word would be. I was going to say bigger personalities, but that's not just. I think it's confidence. I, th- I think it's just a, a confident personality. They don't come off as their height. And I've known really big guys that, like, you forget how big they are because they're so kind of uh, wilting personalities. Yeah, well, that you're getting into some tendencies that are almost cliches with the small man's disease where he has to try so hard or the gentle giant or what have yeah, you. Yeah, I've never thought that was fair. Because he doesn't want to terrify everybody. I've never thought that was fair. So if you're confident and you're short, you get labeled as small man's disease where you could right. have the same level of uh, you know, aggressiveness at six foot and they would just 
call you a dick or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so they they mentioned a couple of things in the context of this procedure, including uh, fixing bone deformities in children, which is a, a great thing, although it is a painful deal. Uh, and you know, I have to think of my hip replacements. That it's a very very similar procedure. I mean, you you saw off. The end of the femur, the the ball that goes in the socket of the hip joint. You replace it with a prosthetic and screw it in there and everything, or nail it, or however they do it. Um, I should know. Um, but I wow, okay. But if you would like to get this done, cost you about seventy five grand, and wow. they'll do it for you in Las Vegas. That's a lot of money. So um, uh... I'm thinking if you wanted to get like six inches taller. Number one, you'd look like a man on stilts. And number two, the pain would be too much. By the end of it, you would be a hope. Well, you'd probably be dead from your opioid addiction. Armstrong and Getty. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.